0: Get up. Beware, What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Destin LeGarry. Hi, everybody. There's two things I
1: love Jared Petty and
2: Dragon. Yes. <laughs> Sam Claiborne is here. <laughs> I think that was directly addressing some concerns <laughs> raised in the comments there on were the YouTube. Some, there, page were last week there were some concerns. There were some concerns about it. me not liking dragons, but I like Jared too.
3: <laughs> just not dragons.
2: Yeah, but just not, dragons. not dragons. But if Jared was a dragon, I'd have no problem with him. Really? Yeah. I thought you would want to <laughs> slay him in that case. No way. I just uh, want to be his friend, like now. <laughs> <laughs> and Casey Defridis is also joining us.
3: And as you guys know, I, I do like both dragons and Jared Petty,
0: yep. so yeah.
2: all uh, is
3: fine in the world.
2: And but first, Mister Mime can be a girl.
0: Yeah. Scoop. Oh yeah. Mister Mime. I thought we just determined that you no. Mister uh, Mime
3: can be a, a female.
0: Mister mm. Mime. Your can Mrs. Mister Mime. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about time splitters. What year is it? We're going to talk about No Man's Sky. But first, again, that's but second. (laughs) But second, this is episode 494. Wow, GameScoop, which means GameScoop episode 500 is nigh. It's roughly about six episodes away. I've been getting lots of questions uh, about, what are we going to be doing for episode 500? Are we going to be doing anything special? And we're going to be doing some sort of a live event. And the answer is yes, we will be doing a live celebration, live taping of GameScoop 500 on. Are you ready for this? October. Friday, October 5th. 5th. Fifth. 5th? Fifth? Nailed it. <laughs> that
3: is the day before my All birthday.
0: of October 5th.)
2: We're we're fifth exclusive. I think that if you want to show up on the fifth or the fifth, it's totally fine.
0: (laughs) Yes, we're going to be simulcasting on all October 5th, (laughs) episode 500. And it's going to be happening here in the IGN office. It's going to be for 100 people. It's going to be a ticketed event. Tickets will be very cheap. We just do that to make sure people actually uh, show up. Uh, We'll have lots of surprises, some special guests. We will be serving food, we'll be feeding you, and there'll be some uh, memorabilia. That you can take home and maybe wear on your person. Everybody will get a fifth of gin. (laughs) (laughs) Last
3: time we had. a How much is
0: that? (laughs) Is that a lot? I don't know. I think that's just a regular bottle. That's like a giant bottle.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know my my alcohol bottles. Disclaimer: you will not be giving away (laughs) fifths of (laughs) of gin, (laughs) but it is taking place on October 5th. Uh, So, ticket information will be coming soon, soon like in the next week. Uh, So, this is more of a save the date, save the dates save the October 5th uh on that Friday uh, we would love to celebrate episode 500 with all of you wonderful fans out there
2: that's really cool 500 episodes yeah. it's insane what was Good the topics job. on the first episode man i don't know i'd have to go re- i'd have to revisit it well, yeah. it would have been, been on episode all, 1 Damon? for Wait, episode it, it would have
0: been uh, June <laughs> 2000 forward. June 2006 so the PlayStation 3 and the Wii were not out yet. Oh, wow. my
2: goodness. <laughs> wow, so you're yeah. probably talking about them coming out, though.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And it, it would have just been right after E3 because E3 was in May back then. So yeah. just post-E3, and we were probably excited about everything we saw at E3, excited about the Wii and PlayStation 3. Have you ever missed an episode, Damon? Like, do you know how many? I missed met? last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Scoop>. <laughs> um Yeah, because I was traveling uh, in Japan. But you're
2: saying, have you ever lost count? Yeah, yeah. Lost like parents. fire team chat for me, I've missed like five. Oh. it used to be yeah. hard to keep track of our podcast numbers. You had to kind of type them in and you get off and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. but okay, so if you started in June two thousand six, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I was gonna say that's weird that this is happening in August, but nope. The number has no bearing on <laughs> the number of episodes in a year, which should be like fifty to fifty two.
0: Yeah, but also there's been like you know we've missed weeks, we've uh, mm-hmm.
2: done like uh, ex- like spin off special episodes that weren't numbered. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's not. Do really you remember a right before the Wii came out? Excite truck Mm. was in every GameStop. And I you could go play the really Wii for the first game. time, and I went and did that. <laughs>
0: did you say you like it, or I liked that like that game? Yeah, p- uh, I mean, it was like did one like that of the game.
3: first games for the Wii I got, so I mean, mm-hmm. of course I played it.
0: Your options were limited; <laughs> they were very limited. <laughs> I don't think at launch there was like 20 games at launch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I but
1: Elabits—I should say—you could play Elibits. Quality yeah, and like titles might be limited. Seventeen of them were on that sports. Red bit. Steel,
3: Twilight Princess.
2: Twilight Princess was a really good
1: one. I don't know if Red Steel was a launch game.
0: I think it was. I don't remember.
2: Yeah, and. <laughs> I'm trying. To, what was the? Uh, was there a WarioWare at the launch too, or was that a little bit later? I
3: think it was a little bit later. Yeah.
2: Mm. I Hot remember take.
1: Tennis was the best launch game. Tennis.
2: I was was mean, Wii sports, Wii sports was the best.
0: Yeah. 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 Was yeah the tennis best? the
1: best game on Wii Sports. What about Wii Bowling? Wii Bowling yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Bowling was good, but I think tennis was just. I don't know. It's just really fun and yeah. had like these subtle things you could do to be better.
2: My, my votes okay. Dan votes for bowling. All right. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with bowling also. Okay. Man. But tennis was was a popular game. Mm-hmm. Tennis Even was baseball great. was fun. <laughs> fun bowling fact, was good. For my. Um, so, this was what the first scoop was like. Yeah, <laughs> no, basically you you gonna, but you were saying, I think bowling will be fun. I want to know what Casey's fun fact yeah. was. Well, What's up?
3: I was going to say, and if I was on that episode, I would have been 15 and talking about how I'm getting a Wii and an entertainment system for my 16th birthday instead of a Sweet 16 party.
2: So, did you get a Wii that that's fall? Amazing. Yes. Was it difficult?
3: I skipped school to wait in line to reserve one.
2: Wow. I <laughs> skipped school as well to wait in line, but it was college. Yeah. Uh,
0: I remember you couldn't even
2: find a Wii mm-hmm. for a long time. They were all sold out. It's yeah, amazing. it was great. They crazy. Were tough to get. Yeah. Um, Little did you know in June of 2006 how big of a hit that would be. It's true. You're probably like, the Xbox 360 oh. is going to rule.
0: And we were just coming out of uh, like the big, the big reveal announcement of PlayStation 3, where it was going to be $600. Oh, yeah. Who would do that? Scoop. (laughs) All right, let's jump into this week's topics. Uh, Exciting news for fans of split-screen shooters. Uh, Coach, uh, what is it, Coach Entertainment? Is is it Coke, Coach? I don't know. This company, they've acquired the uh, IP, the rights to time splitters. Like
2: K-O-C-H? Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know if it's Coke or Coach. It's Coke. It's the big big guys. Yeah, the Coke brothers. They're the big guys? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that... Uh, they're just very, very rich. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, statement from the CEO says uh, we are hugely excited to have acquired Time Splitters. The original games gave fans a massive content offer and provided a pure and genuinely fun arcade shooter experience. We have many fans of the Time Splitters series here among our own staff who are passionate about creating a product that will thrill today's gaming audience. So it sounds like they're going to make a new Time Splitters. Wow, that's cool. Which is pretty crazy. Would that be four? that would be time splitters four if they would if, if they if they number the sequel a little mm-hmm. bit more on that oh. later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know.
2: yeah, is everyone here played time splitters? I played Time Splitters 2 which was on GameCube. Yeah, DS2. Or yeah.
0: The original Cube and yeah. The original Time Splitters was an exclusive PlayStation 2 launch game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Time Splitters 2 was a little bit more widely. Yeah,
2: you know, I remember it was a huge deal to get a any third party game on the GameCube at the yeah. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so a friend of mine was like, "You got to try Time Splitters," and I thought it was really generic and, and just really? okay. Yeah. Oh man, but we but loved. I remember my friends really liking it. Yeah. So now, like, I I probably missed out.
0: Hmm. No, we love Time Splitters because it's from uh, the developers Free Radical, made up of former Rare developers mm-hmm. who worked on GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Yeah. And it was that sort oh, of.
2: That's that. right. It was that legacy. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's so it's, it's that sort of uh, split screen shooter with just tons of options for multiplayer, mm-hmm. where you can add in bots and uh, custom custom weapon that. loadouts and. Yeah. I'm characters. really
3: concerned that I never played it, considering mm. I did play GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, but yeah, I mm-hmm. just, Time Flutters just never really crossed my radar.
0: Yeah. And it's never been re-released or anything. I don't even yeah. think they're backwards compatible on, on mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, on Xbox One. So
2: was I, 3 just on PS2 also?
0: No, it was on all platforms at the time.
2: All right, sorry, I mean, it was on that generation, though? Yeah, so yeah, 2 yeah. and I 3 think, both came I out think 3 generation.
0: was like 2005. Yeah. That's how long it's been since yeah. the last time Splitters.
1: When I saw this story, I was like, "What would they have to do to modernize and get people interested?" But then I started yeah. thinking about what they've done with Doom Eternal and how quick the movement is in that. Mm. And Time Slitters was known for speed. It's also very fast and yeah. uh, being fast paced. And I'm like, man, if they could do anything even close to what they've done with Doom Eternal, just with the traversal and movement, mm. uh, it's going to be a pretty cool game in the, the modern era of shooters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It has been uh, a long time. I think there are lots of kids playing Fortnite that weren't even alive when Mm -hmm. the last time split was. Do you time split back to dinosaurs? You do. There's some time travel. I don't. I don't know. Battle Royale with time travel. I don't know. Plus
3: dinosaurs and dinosaurs. I mean, (laughs) mean, I play that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: would play. Mm. Uh, Coke also operates and owns Damn Buster Studios, which is made of a former Free Radical. Uh, developers, the team that made Time Splitters. And their last game was Homefront the Revolution, which was oh. not which is not well received. You played that one. I think I yeah, I think I did a live stream of it yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh that game was not very well received, so I don't know.
2: Hopefully a Time Splitters ends up fares better uh than that one. Yeah, I mean buying a Time Splitters license is different than buying the original team <laughs> that yeah. Time Splitters, which have just scattered I mean, you know, yeah, the, about a million other they're projects. They're not all so. together anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, but Damn Buster is not announced a new project, project since uh, Homefront Revolution, which was 2016, I think. So it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I would also be happy with just sort of like a remaster bundle of, of the first three mm-hmm. time TimeSplitters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd
3: be interested to go back and play something that I completely missed in the past yeah. that so many people remember fondly. Mm. So give me that opportunity. <laughs>
2: It's Maybe funny that you you recall the multiplayer being a big part of it because I know the single player was was something that people really liked in it, and that's what I played. Hmm. And I'm, I and I it's good that a company that made a single player first person shooter Homefront, even though it wasn't well, well received, yeah. is making potentially a big single player, you know, experience game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we want more of those. Yeah, for sure. But the multiplayer is a big part of it. Although it was like you know, it's just it's so different it's from another time. It's, mm-hmm. It was a split screen shooter.
2: Is like there, is there 20 r- different deathmatch types.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, I don't know. Is there, is there room for split-screen gaming today?
1: Oh, yeah. I think there's a big demand for it, actually. Really? Because yeah. a lot of people I see in the comments asking for a couch co-op and just mm. being able to play, like, party-type games. They're all, like, online-based. Even yeah. Halo's bringing it back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I true? mean,
3: I, I love playing Halo split-screen. I, I would do Halo split-screen with four people when it was allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would but like more games to have that.
1: Cool. Hopefully, don't quote me on the Halo thing. Now I'm worried. <laughs> I don't have a phone in front of me or anything. So,
0: well, hopefully, uh, Time Splitters will be making a return to form sometime in the not too distant future. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach oh, us. So sad. At the email address. That's sad. Gamescoop at IGN.com. Just like. Just don't like dragons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I Someone love, in the control room is laughing really hard right now. I hope the audience is too.
0: <laughs> Just like... Big Tony Style.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Surprise attack.
0: Big Tony Style says, There was recently an article on IGN about the decision id Software made in choosing not to make Doom Eternal a numbered sequel. We know 343 is going a similar direction with Halo Infinite. What is the Scoop Crew's take on not going with a conventional numbered sequel? I was always under the impression that developers see better results when you make a proper numbered sequel. And what what are some of your favorite sequels that didn't have a number tied to it? I don't know if there is there a correlation between like are numbered sequels more successful? I don't know if there's any
1: correlation. I think there. it's easier for the buyer maybe to know this is the new one, mm-hmm. but I don't know if there's any ever been a correlation to the numbers. Uh, I'm also
2: cold. It's cold It's getting cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, Temperature's dropping. Frost yeah. dragon. Uh, so yeah. there's a. Um, I don't know why marketing would choose to do numbers versus not numbers, hmm. but they do both. So mm-hmm. I don't so know consider, how well-researched this is. So consider Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm.
0: There was GTA 3, and then they did Vice City and San Andreas, uh, and then they did 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. 5 is far and away the best-selling GTA game, but San Andreas sold more than 4. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I, so well, I don't know. You know yeah. what's,
2: what's in common about those that's really important is that they all have Grand Theft Auto in them. That's and true. And when things like um, uh, the Road Warrior to Mad Max switch over, like... Mm. We were just talking about that or Harry Potter's yeah. new series uh Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts which doesn't even have Harry Potter in the that's name. That's like a spin-off. Like, that's risky. It's cuz Harry mm-hmm. Potter's not in those movies. I know. I know. It's just I, I just feel for them cuz I think it's really hard. Yeah. That's why like a Rogue One, you know, has to have a isn't Star it, Wars story after is Isn't it? It? Yeah.
3: Fantastic Beasts have like the wizarding the wizarding yeah. world? Yeah. And I think that's kind of recognizable at least to Harry Potter it's fans cuz that's what yeah. they call like the Universal Studios. Area they call it the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I can't say Wizarding World, they're definitely trying to do like the Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe (laughs) rebranding of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The best selling Mario Kart game is Mario Kart Wii, Mm -hmm. so not a numbered, Hmm. not a numbered Mario Kart. Were
3: there numbered Mario Karts? Was there Mario Kart 2? Oh, yeah, that's right,
0: and seven. Mm-hmm. I guess six I'm just, I'm just Did five? Wait, six? There was a Mario Kart six. Yeah, that's six. That Now so, um, I'm
3: confused. Was Where did one eight Fran come from?
2: That was double dash. Oh yeah. You have to oh, kind yeah. of add them all up without yeah. their numbers.
3: That's confusing.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I remember talking about this one that came out. It is confusing. Yeah, that's, that's funny.
0: That's that's one. That's a series that goes back and forth between numbers. It
2: totally goes back and forth. I mean, it, it's there's games that are like parodies of themselves now. Like Final Fantasy's gotten so high up in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It, it's silly, but it's like it's so iconic to see that Roman numeral next to yeah. Final Fantasy. I mean, so it makes like, sense.
3: Something like Monster Hunter's numbering is just ridiculous because there's so many games in the Monster Hunter franchise that didn't even come out in the U.S.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: you have something like Monster Hunter Portable 3rd, which is doesn't even have a number here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just really confusing.
1: Of course, <laughs> the Final Fantasies, we all yep. know, are weird. We're
2: in an era in which you can just... Just call the game just the same name again. So like God of War. Yeah. Halo. How crazy is that? Like, when was the first time that happened and we were all like, we really well, have to call it this now? There's two, there was Tomb Raider. So is
3: the next God of yeah. War going to be God of War 2? The second?
2: Um, yeah. Lara <laughs> Croft <laughs> Tomb Raider is different than Tomb Raider, though. At least. Uh, what do you mean? Because the first Tomb Raider game is actually called Lara Croft Tomb Raider. That's true. God of War Unchained. Yeah. No? Yeah. That's the sequel? but God of War is just God of War again yeah and Xbox freaking one come on (laughs) well there have been that's counting backwards (laughs) so
0: there have been instances of games ticking up sequels and then returning to just the name of the game yeah but has there ever been an instance where that happened and then they added two on again oh god so like if it was God of War 2 there's already been a God of War two, and now there's a new God of War two. Grand Theft Auto Vice City too. I don't know if that's <laughs> happened. Before.
2: I feel like we're missing something really obvious there. That's had to have happened by now because yeah, yeah. the reboots are happening. I mean, it happens in movies, right? Yeah, you get uh, these new yeah. Spider-Man sequels. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I guess there's there Spider-Man. wasn't there already well, two Spider-Man twos. Well, there's now... um,
0: it was. I think it was uh, there was Spider-Man two, and then the Amazing Spider-Man two, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh God,
2: <laughs> that was... one was really close. <laughs> that's really funny.
0: Uh, Smash Brothers series is interesting because I don't think there's ever been a numbered Smash Brothers sequel, mm-hmm. but people call them like Smash Four, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. So the well, fans. That's,
3: that's the only one because for the Wii U version, there's no. There's. <laughs> yep, that's it's just, just called Super Smash mm-hmm. Bros. So you, well,
0: They call it
1: Super Smash Bros. For Wii U, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's. Yeah. Like, yeah. When people ask me which one so did bad. you play, I say the one on
2: the Wii. Yeah. Or yeah. the one on GameCube. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: so the one on Wii is brawl. The one on GameCube is melee.
2: That's right. Yeah. Sixty
3: four is just. Doesn't to have further anything. extend
2: the 4 problem with Smash Brothers is that there's yeah. also 4 3DS. So uh. there's 4 3DS and 4 Wii. Yeah, and so then 4, four. Mm-hmm. sounds like the number 4, so yeah. it kind of works that yeah. way. Yeah, that's true.
1: See,
3: this one's going to be called Ultimate. No one's going to be calling it 5. We'll
2: yeah. just call it Smash Ultimate, right? Yeah, yeah probably. I thought Doom 2 was going to be the one which we would just get. Because Doom came yeah, back yeah, out as yeah, yeah. Doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then and then, we thought, and then we saw like the cityscape and yeah. stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is just going to be Doom 2.
1: I expected Doom Two Eternal would have made sense, yeah. you know, or Hell on Earth.
0: Just use that again. Yeah, get, yeah. You know,
2: but yeah. why feel the need to? Yeah, it is. It is strange to 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 separate your Doom from your Do- not separate your Doom from your Doom. You just assume everybody knows, mm-hmm. but then to go to a different naming convention after mm-hmm.
1: that. My thought is people will think it's an expansion, mm-hmm. but who knows. Yeah, I wondered if it was a full sequel. It, mm-hmm. it is. The more I think
0: about
3: it... I mean, it, that's what like, happened with the Wii U.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: People didn't think it was its own thing.
2: That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. <laughs> Not numbering games is pretty new. Because in the 80s and 90s, like everything just had a number after it. I, I, I think it might have been kind of novel the first time it was called, like, you know, game name, colon, something, something. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was the first
0: sequel like, in, in human history, what was the first sequel? In games? No, just in human history. In oh, human history. Was there, like, a sequel to a novel? The
3: first mm. the first child born?
0: Well, <laughs> <okay>. well <laughs> the sequel, the sequel to the first human. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I wonder if there was, like, Kane a book. Well, what was, like, the first Abel, book I guess, that yeah. was, they used the same name and then added the two.
2: The added the two it after it, yeah. Because, like, the, the Iliad doesn't have, like, Odyssey 2. Uh,
3: market vice versa, prices vice versa. for cows, too
0: yeah yeah or like the the farmer's almanac or whatever that is yeah well Uh, the rings
2: books don't even use those right no it's just beowulf it's also one (laughs) maybe it was a movie i wonder what the
0: first movie sequel you know
2: there's early like like cheesy sci-fi movies which have that that's pretty
0: common it's definitely one of well very old well but even like they do like um bride of frankenstein instead of frankenstein 2 yeah that's true that's true there's something kind of cheesy about
3: a numbered sequel i don't know why yeah I guess not for video games, but for movies. Mm. I don't I don't know. It just it's weird.
0: Like Terminator you think Terminator Two is cheesy? We got used to that one.
2: Yeah. I like that. That had a call in judgment day. day. <laughs> um was there what about the Godzilla movies? Do those have twos?
0: Um uh no, there was like Godzilla and then Godzilla raids again. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's been a, in Japan?
2: Yeah. Raids again? Yep.
0: He's raiding again. Oh, he's up to his old tricks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla. Huh.
0: Um, weird. Yeah, I don't think there was ever a numbered Godzilla sequel. I think they all have full names. It's, always, it's usually Godzilla versus hmm. someone. Okay. Uh, I, am I correct that there's only been one? Are we being shown something here on the screen? I think Dan is oh trying man. to show us the fall of, of a nation. First, movie nation sequel. First sequel. What's it called? Oh, The fall of a nation?
1: Yeah, well, What is that a sequel to? Well, The Birth of the Nation, oh.
0: but it doesn't have a sequel. Released in end.
1: 1916, it's considered the first feature-length movie sequel. I can't believe you can read that. I can barely
2: read <laughs> it. <You were laughs> Legolas, what's your <laughs> elvish eyes see? <laughs> a red sun rises, blood, blood was spilled. <laughs> uh,
0: am I correct that there's only been one numbered Zelda sequel? Too. Zelda 2. Just Zelda 2? The Adventure of Link? There's never been another Twilight Princess two? Oh
4: no, no, no! Zelda two?
0: Yeah, you're weird. I mean, I get loving it, but how can it be your
2: favorite? I we talked think. about this last week because it's Jared's favorite yeah. Zelda game. I, 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 I just Find it it's cause, it's cause I have odd. I'll be honest. Okay, I mean, Wind Waker is great. <laughs> you like, <laughs> know, it's like uh, you just know in your mind. Did you play, play if I played that? It'd be my favorite. Like, did
0: you play Breath of the Wild? I don't. I just it doesn't. That just doesn't compete. Any of
2: them? <laughs> 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 Zelda two is not bad. I don't think it's bad. Oh. Um. <laughs>
3: it's different.
2: Good. Finding that mirror sucks. All right, finding <laughs> the true. mirror
0: sucks. Yeah, that's true. Good non-numbered sequels. Uh, there's a, there's the Batman Arkham series. City's yeah. the best one in my opinion. I thought Night was sort of
1: well, weird. City's my favorite. Sam and I agree. I don't want
0: to get into it. We like the first game because it's first like, one's great. It's, yeah, it's uh, has it uses the Die Hard formula. It takes place in one self-contained hard place. Yeah, good. which yeah. we like. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is a good. Mm-hmm. Non-numbered sequel. Good call. There's good many call. others. There's many others. Bioshock Infinite.
2: Yeah, Ready? I'm trying to think
3: of mm-hmm. that. Even came after
1: Bioshock Two. Yeah, I think Vice City. Well, you but, have on the Bioshock, Bioshock
3: and Bioshock Infinite is like a prequel.
2: That's true. I got a good one. Mm. But it's Entra also a and Super C. <laughs> That's Andra, pretty good. Wait, wait. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that's an early one. There was a contra to not Sega have a right? number, right? Too right like that was confusing when I was a kid. And then there's a Game Boy one called Operation
0: well, C. What's even more confusing is that uh, it's not a Super Nintendo game. Like they predated no, the no. Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, and right. then
2: it was called Contra Three: The Alien Wars yeah. after that. No. Oh man, which yeah, they got all mixed up back then.
0: There was even Contra Force on the yeah. on the more NES. like Contra Farce. Yeah, that's that's really good. So it was even confusing to uh, game writers at the time as we found out we were looking through an old EGM Mm -hmm. and Contra 3 for Super Nintendo, when they were previewing it, they were calling it Contra 4 because there had been three Contras Mm -hmm. on NES already.
2: Yeah. Whoops. (laughs) It causes confusion. Capcom lost, or uh, Konami lost count.
0: Konami lost, yeah. They didn't even know. All right, let's move on. This is Arturo from O'Fallon, Illinois. He says, with the recent updates that No Man's Sky has received, and yet to receive, my interest for getting my hands on a copy is increasing by the hour. Wow. Ticking up, yeah. It's got to be Take crazy by now. <clears throat> I'm hesitant to do this because I purchased No Man's Sky, as it was my most anticipated game of 2015 and 2016, only to be greeted with a massive disappointment. After a few weeks of sticking with it, trying to find a silver lining to the game, I finally gave up and sold it for pennies on the dollar rewarding the developer with more cash fills me with guilt yet at the same time i don't want to miss out on the action how do you guys feel about giving games a second chance when conflicted with principle versus desire to just have fun your thoughts would be much appreciated
1: well uh, i was going to say if he still owned it you have the content for free with no man's sky next the new update that he's talking about but he said he sold it yeah you can buy it used for like six bucks and you get you get the next expansion on playstation for example that's, that's a life hack you yeah. Just buy a used copy of No Man's Sky and then you can get all the That's what Mark Medina did. We needed a physical copy. It was of that it, cheap. And he got it for like under ten dollars. So Ouch. you can get if you're playing on PlayStation, you can do that on Xbox, you do have to pay the full price. I've been playing on the X and uh, I really, really like Next. I mm. but you have to go in with the mindset that this is a different kind of game. This is very relaxing and sort of a chill environment. Uh, where you you are out discovering things and exploring new planets and such. You're not. That's what I kept not telling people about
2: action. the first one. Yeah, yeah. Sam liked it. Originally, I originally right. Game, yeah. <laughs> Mass Effect. Or I mean, let <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> do the camera looking. Again? <laughs> no Man's Sky was just fine. It was. Where, yeah. Which camera am I looking at? You're this the wide one right now. You guys are
1: pointing at two different cameras. So the wide one. You can see. That's yeah. the wide one. And then your No Man's Sky, sky was line.
2: just fine. It was a relaxing, fun game to play, and it was perfect as it was. But maybe That's now all I have to say about. But maybe it. but now, now it's better. even better. No, now it's too it complicated. Is better. Now what? it's too complicated. <laughs> is it? No, I'm sure it's great. I I, I really do want to dip back in, but like you have to like have that free time to like really relax and say like, oh, I'm just gonna chill out and explore the universe, which yeah. I felt like I really enjoyed the first time around.
3: There are still some bugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I um. So space this is bugs. Space bugs. No. Well, yes, there are space bugs. Did you guys hear about those whispering eggs? No. But anyway, um, <laughs> what, no, wow! Tell us, really? Don't okay. shoot them.
2: What are you saying?
3: Wait. With the whispering eggs?
1: Is it a is it a spoiler? No, it's just it's just something someone found hmm.
3: on a planet. There were eggs, and they whisper, and they yeah, they whispered. It was really creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. And it ended up hatching, and hell spawn came <laughs> out, and uh <laughs> were really strong, and de- destroyed everyone, and they that's had to like run away. That's like the story we, we all wanted the, from the first one. Yeah, yeah that's true. so now <laughs> well, there are stories like that coming yeah. out. Yeah. Which is really cool, but there all are still other actual regular bugs. Like, um, So my friends... No Man's Sky right now is a game I'm having to pull my friends wh- from when I want them to play Monster Hunter with what? me. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, no, we're playing No Man's Sky. We're making <laughs> stuff. It's like Minecraft with friends. Mm-hmm. And I was on chat with one of them while they were making... A huge base, like working on it for like an hour and hadn't saved and got stuck in a crevice and couldn't get out and had to restart their game.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dan Stapleton <laughs> also pointed out like uh, the first time you get a freighter you have, you, and you're grabbing your mission, you can actually fall through it and just die. You, I was able to get my stuff back when that happened to me, but that's kind of a widespread <laughs> bug. Uh, that said, the new additions, for those who don't know with Next, are multiplayer. You can play with mm-hmm. up to four people. I recommend doing the tutorial before you do that, because there were some bugs early that I think have been since patched mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. don't encounter. But like it would be like your next marker would be off planet, but there was no way for you to get off planet. Um, that happened to me, so I had to restart. Um, it's really, really fun playing with people. And the third person perspective adds sort of this new dynamic that people really seem to latch onto more than the first person. Their goal with the first-person design was to immerse you in the character, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's usually what designers are going for. With third-person, I don't they know. They just it's don't want to draw cool. a character. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're <laughs> lost on an adventure, and you're helping this this person go through his experience of finding uh, somebody. I don't want to spoil it. And also, sorry, I know I'm on my like no Man's yeah. sky rant, but uh, a lot of the stuff that people are really liking was a patch that was released before, yeah, was yeah, I think they it was it the Atlas there. update, mm-hmm. and that was released before Next, and Next added a third person and multiplayer. Those mm-hmm. were the big additions. Mm-hmm. Just gave this,
2: people so. an excuse to, as this person was saying, mm-hmm. dig back into it. Yeah,
3: I'd say if you have friends to play with, definitely try No Man's Sky again, because I yeah. think that's the most enjoyment that my friends are getting out of it, is being able to play a world together. But I think the way they did that is they, they started a game together Mm -hmm. and otherwise so if you start if you start your game separately from each other and then try to play you can't play in the same world unless both of you are on at the same time Mm -hmm. so to fix that you start a new game together and then you can play separately in the same world
1: and there's five save slots so just make Mm -hmm. a save for your multiplayer experience and you can do a solo experience separate Mm -hmm. yeah I, i like it and especially if you play on playstation because you can get it for so cheap i say check it out uh and if you already own it you can for free
2: no. So this reader wasn't asking about No Man's Sky, right? He was asking about guilt in, in, well, in he's, the game again?
0: He his moral dilemma is, should he compensate the developer a second time when he felt misled?
3: Well, if he buys a time. used game, it's not going to the developer anyway. That's a really good so. point. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's a really good point. Mm.
2: So, he, yeah, so I guess the idea is, like, you know, if the expansion's free in this case, mm-hmm. and you already paid for a full price for the game, I think you're in the clear there.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So I think he's talking about taking a moral stance mm-hmm. about supporting a developer that... Mm-hmm. Misled, and there were many clear, clearly yeah, yeah. misleading things out there about the game at the time that people felt were lies. And I think he's saying, I don't want to give them my money, and that's that's totally up to you as a consumer. You know, if you don't want to support that, uh, then don't.
0: Sure. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for uh, to give the. But know, it's really fun.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah.
0: People do seem to really really enjoy No Man's Sky next, and mm-hmm. uh, the developer has really like. Re- really dug in and, and, and made an attempt to correct, you know, some of the things that were maybe wrong or missing from the first game. So yeah, maybe, I, maybe that's worth uh, compensating, you know? Yeah. I think they,
1: they went silent and they're like, you know what? We screwed up. We're going to fix it. And we're going to show you instead mm-hmm. of talking about how we're going to fix it. We're just going to fix it. Yeah. And I, I do respect that a lot.
0: All right. This is dusty. Dusty says, I need some advice. From the Scoop Crew. I've been gaming for more than 35 years. Started on the Atari 2600, have continued since then. Back in the NES days, I tried the original Final Fantasy and hated it, quitting after about a half hour. I don't like uh, random turn based battles. I've never played any of the other games in the series since, and my RPG experience has been next to none. That said, the three RPGs I've played to completion have been KOTOR, which happens to be my favorite game of all time, KOTOR 2, not as good, but still a lot of fun, and South Park, The Stick of Truth. I loved it. I don't like turn-based combat as much as more actiony gameplay. That said, I love the art style in Octopath Traveler, and I'm intrigued by the game. Should I give it and the JRPG genre another try? Will the story hook me, even though it's not part of a pre-existing franchise that I already love? So, Octopath Oof. Traveler. Uh, well, it's a JRPG. Mm-hmm.
2: If you don't like random yeah. turn-based battles, that's going to be a turnoff. Yeah, I don't think it's- the story is going to hook you in that game. Yeah, it's a lot of like dialogue and very common kind of things that play out. Yeah, I think it's just so. it's more of a game where you, where you enjoy yourself by managing your equipment and mm. fighting bosses and stuff like that. I, I actually like the
1: story a little bit, but yeah. you're right. It is sort of cliche, like a lot of cliche scenarios where like a bad mm. thing happened to somebody and they yeah. want to right the wrongs and then they do.
2: And it's going to take a long time to see the whole story, too. It's yeah,
1: true. for sure. Especially as you introduce each of the new characters. Uh Based on what he said, I would I would say past the the experiences he seems to like are where you yeah. can see what you're going to attack and then choose to go after them or try and get around them versus mm-hmm. you know octopath you just randomly so, encounter. So yeah.
3: let me let me argue in for the sake of octopath right now. So I also have a problem with random encounters occasionally as well mm-hmm. when the dungeon or area I'm exploring is really really big and all I want to do is explore and I keep getting interrupted. Yeah, yeah, and octopath is really tight and small, and I never run into that problem. Where So the fun... like I really enjoy the battle system. I think mm-hmm. it's I interesting too. enough mm-hmm. so that it isn't a chore. It's a puzzle every mm-hmm. time you get into a battle. It's like, what's the yep. best way to take down these enemies? Optimize you like trying out yeah, new yeah, stuff exactly. every
2: single time. You have new things to try. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're constantly unlocking yeah. stuff in that game and picking up new equipment.
3: Exactly, and you can you can give all of your party members secondary jobs. So it's Mm -hmm. really interesting figuring out how to make the best party and Mm -hmm. making the best character to do the best job for whatever you're doing. And that's what I have fun with. I have fun with messing with my characters and optimizing them for whatever we're doing. Mm -hmm. And because the level design is tight and the story is interesting, but isn't a slog, um yeah. that's what you get to focus on. And there's also a free three hour demo on the Nintendo Switch. That's true. So That's true. Try it out. And yeah. I suggest starting with Hanit because you can capture monsters which, which, which class is that? She's the hunter. The
0: hunter, yeah. Mm-hmm. The huntress.
3: Huntress, yeah. Cause she um that opens her abilities up even more and mm-hmm. makes it even more fun and more interesting with a whole other level of things to play with. Yeah.
1: I think both you and Brendan recommended the demo to me too. And mm-hmm. that's I'm like, all right, I got everybody's talking about Octopath. Mm-hmm. I needed to check it out. And I did and I bought it. Yeah. I really, really liked it. But I do like the sort of turn based thing. I love Final Fantasy ten, for example, mm-hmm. which had turn based battles in it with that sort yeah. of weapon progression system. The first nine did too. <laughs> I, so I played through one and ten, <laughs> so like every ten Final Fantasies, I check it out. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, you're I, only about you know, no, I definitely five 11, away from another um, 14.
2: I think it was really astute that you're saying that the levels are compact. I never thought about it that way, but that mm-hmm. does make it make me not get driven crazy. And then one, some of the characters have the thing that can reduce random encounters, which I always like Thank in JRPGs. Yeah. And about really
3: cool. the the tight level design, we have a, a freelancer writing a feature on that that should mm-hmm. be going up sometime this week. So oh, definitely cool. look for that.
2: But if the three RPGs
0: that Dusty has really liked are the KOTORs and uh, <laughs> South Park, yeah. uh, it sounds like he needs to play The Witcher 3. That oh, would be I a good choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: That would be a really good choice. Get
0: D to The Witcher 3, I'm mm. sure. Uh, that's an RPG with, uh, without turn-based battles.
1: That might be more up his alley for Yeah, sure. I would think so. Or like yeah. Fallout,
0: play I, Fallout. I really 4.
2: recommend Mass Effect 1 and 2. Mass Effect One and Two for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Hey, those that three hour demo does go over into the full game as well, so there's oh, yeah. you don't it, lose in, anything. In
0: Octopath, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a really nice. Thing. If you end up, yeah, try. There's no uh, reason not to try Octopath, and if you like it, your progress will carry over. Man, in
2: it, if, I, yeah, I've, and Kotor, the Mass Effect is basically a generic sequel to Kotor. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's true. <laughs> do you want, think you could just jump,
0: having good. never played, when you want to do it? I want to know if Dusty ends up playing, right, like try well. out the demo. Yeah, know follow up with us. Yeah,
1: follow up with us, Dusty.
2: None of the other games we mentioned can be played on the Switch from your bed or on a plane <laughs> or whatever, true. though. So that's actually a really good Skyrim. advantage of, of Octopath. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start
0: calling you Dusty. Nope. That's going to be your name. Nope. Please don't. <laughs> um, do you think Mass Effect 2, you could just jump in and play that game without having played
1: one?
2: I wonder about Start that because it's, yeah. it's a different cast entirely.
1: You could there's some context there, but you can do the comic backstory thing yeah, and that then just kind of jump which in, which was good. It. I mean, I played
3: yeah. Dragon Age three without playing first two,
2: and then I skipped all the dialogue. <laughs> and you were like, "I'm so Wait. lost. Who
1: are all the?" No, I'm well. Uh, I did.
3: I did. <laughs> they came out with like one of those comic comic progression systems that yeah. you were talking about as well for that game too. But so I kind of got, you know, a, a painting of the world in its yeah. state at
0: least. Wait, there was a Dragon Age three. Inquisition, That's the one? or just Inquisition? Yeah, yeah, this is what we're talking
2: about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was called Dragon. No, you're right. It was just Dragon, Age Dragon, Age Dragon Age Inquisition. Inquisition.
3: Yeah. yeah, that kind of threw me off. Like I got it, and I was like, "Wait, this is definitely a sequel."
0: <laughs> Sam, in Japan, do you think they call Dragon Age Drae? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Drage. This is Cena from. We can just call it Drage. Drage. This is Cena from Los Angeles. Uh, oh, look how long this one is. Buckle up. It says, first off, thank you for all the wonderful hours of video game goodness. The podcast is something I look forward to every week. Okay. <clears throat> recently, I finished God of War and Wolfenstein 2, which were both wonderful story-driven single-player experiences. Although I've been a gamer for almost three decades, only recently have single-player games been able to captivate, captivate me like they do now. Whether it is their epic stories, addictive gameplay loops, or immersive worlds, games like God of War, Horizon, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, The Witcher 3, Bloodborne, The Last of Us, along with indie hits like Hollow Knight, The Witness, Next Machina, Journey, as well as others, there has never been such an abundance of amazing single-player games on the market. I say this knowing that every other week there seems to be a discussion about the death of single-player games in this new era of games as a service. With the concern about the future of these games, I wonder, are we currently actually in a golden era of single-player gaming, which I would define as starting at the end of the last generation through this current one? One that decades later we will look back on and note the amazing quality of single-player games before things such as Games as a Service take over. Or will these type of games only continue to exist and get better as the technology improves? Personally, I think single-player
1: games will never disappear completely either way. So the era is defined as the end of the 360 and yeah. PS3. Yeah, so this generation. I think it's
2: thing. more start of Pong till now. Mm-hmm. Start of Pong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would argue that the generation before the one we're in now is the golden age mm. of single player games because we had such a fantastic line. We missed it, yeah. Well, no, no like the Mass Effect, so games we didn't miss it. We played all those games already. Stories. Yeah. All the Dragon Age games were last gen, including three, I believe, sort of skirted the line mm. there, right? That's this that was, gen,
3: yeah. That was four. That was this four, yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: okay, mm-hmm. fair. But uh, we we had a lot of really really good games last gen, and I'm mm-hmm. happy that it's continuing this gen, but. I think we're more in like a, a shooter time right now. Lots of lots of FPS stuff going on and it's mm-hmm. kinda nice to see that come back. It's what do you guys nice. think? It's nice <laughs> to see yeah. first yeah.
0: person shooters come back.
1: Like just uh be reinvigorated with mm. some new design yeah, stuff yeah. that mm-hmm. have really uh made them feel fresh and new, like the battle royale genre and what they've done with Doom and what they're doing with uh uh well, I was gonna say Fortnite, but that's another
2: example of a battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> I can explain Overwatch. Yeah, there you go. There's there's a layer I think that that the the writer is kind of missing here where it's like single player games are, are everywhere and they're popular. Mm-hmm. But Fortnite is the biggest game in the world. Yeah. Like like it's on everything all the time. Mm. And there's no single player game that that's happening to. That's true. So I I think there's just an order of magnitude we're talking about here. There's a lot more people playing MMOs, MOBA, uh, shooters mm-hmm. and battle royale right mm-hmm. now. Then there are single player games. So then, when we go to E3 and we see all the games coming out in the future, a lot of people are focusing on their games that don't look like single player games mm-hmm. in their marketing. Yeah. Doesn't mean they don't exist. Doesn't mean there's always. There probably will always be great single player games. But it worries single player gamers to see one thing getting popular that's not those things, and that marketing is not aiming, you know, t- directly mm-hmm. at single player games right now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, totally I was trying to explain it. the kind of hyperventilation about single-player games that you see across the internet.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's true. <laughs>
1: Cena is correct that there is no shortage of great single-player experiences mm-hmm. today. Yeah, the popularity of games like Fortnite doesn't diminish from games like God of War, or The yeah. Last of yeah. Us, Breath of the Wild. Actually, think- Last of Us was another example mm-hmm. from last year.
3: There's just there are just more genres of games today yeah. and most of those new genres are multiplayer focused. Like we have the MOBAs, we have the um like games like Overwatch and mm-hmm. there are just so many more of those and so many more of those that are now free and so easy to access. Whereas a lot of the single player games are very highly produced and they you play them once. Mm-hmm. You don't have friends to play with. You play them yeah. once, yeah. you sit down, you play them for thirty hours and then you're done. You're not gonna play, you know, God of War for four hundred hours. Well, there's a new Game
2: Plus
0: coming, so
3: so maybe you will. Maybe you will.
2: The good news is that the people that make games uh, are artists, and they have their own stories they want to tell, just like a a director or something. Not everybody wants to invent basketball over and over again. Yeah, like it's just there's different drives. There's the money drive to get a bunch of people playing games and buying microtransactions and stuff like that. And there's the drive of people that are just people that want to make beautiful, cool things. And you can count on that always being around. That's yeah.
3: You know, I am I'm interested in that. That's a really good point. Um, so Fallout 76 is a good example of a yep. primarily single-player game Bethesda. now yep. becoming a multiplayer yeah. game, like ESO as well, uh, which is yeah. pretty
1: That'll interesting. That'll be really interesting to see how that shakes out. I don't, yeah. Some devs like Sony Santa Monica, Bethesda, and the new Microsoft Studio that's being brought up, they're probably going to focus on these these sort of experiences. The Initiative. Yeah, The Initiative. Pretty cool name for them. I'm stoked. Uh, but
0: if we were, in order to be in a, the, the golden age of single-player game gaming, would have to mean that Better today than it's ever been before. And I don't know if that's true. Sam, what do you think?
2: Well, <laughs> it's like so. I made I've been really thinking about this since last week where we talked about are we in the golden age of the JRPG? Oh wow. Mm-hmm. No. And I just think it's funny that we talk about our tiny little eras because we're in the first 40 years of games existing ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. And you just think about how long, you know, just basic movements lasted, like classical era, romantic yeah. era, stuff like that. You know, and it's just funny for us to think about this. But um, I don't. I think single-player games have been pretty standard on the market alongside multiplayer games for like 20 years now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really changing there.
1: And I think as online has sort of expanded and become more widely available to everybody, we've seen more multiplayer experiences too. So yeah. there, there is more out there now than ever.
2: Yeah, but it just the industry grew. Yeah, as a total explode. So it didn't. It didn't obscure one thing. Just those yeah. things are still being made totally.
3: And as a testament to how good single-player games were. You know, 10, 20 years ago, those games are still showing up on top 10 lists of many people. I mean, I know like Ocarina of Time and George's Mask are still in my Mm -hmm. top 10. So I still hold those in as high of a regard as the games I'm playing now. They're still and, really and the
2: shelf life of that can always work better than like the next like all multiplayer games are going to mm-hmm. be one upped by themselves. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. we look back and say, "Oh, Battlefield 1942 was one of the best experiences and it was so fun." Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like Battlefield games did get better after yeah. that. Yeah. Or Just, the... We had fun with that one a lot, <laughs> you know. Or the
3: old servers get shut down so you actually can't play them sure. anymore. So I'm players? happy he's
1: having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Alright, that brings us to video game twenty
0: questions. Our suggestion this week comes from John from Baltimore. Let
2: the questioning begin. Did did Jared say that last week? I don't think he said let the questioning begin. And then he hid his hands from us <laughs> on yeah, purpose did, the I whole also time.
0: Disturbed that he didn't hold his hands up the entire time. <laughs> anyway. We're
2: just joking. Yeah, just joking. Those are just yeah.
1: jokes. Was it released this era? <laughs> What's this era? <laughs> Defined as the Xbox One forward basically i think one was the oh, first bef- was it, it one current. or ps4
0: uh is it a current game
1: no okay
3: does the wii u count as that's i never know i'm not no. asking that
1: question yeah, sure wii u counts i guess whatever
2: <laughs> was this released before 2000 yes okay. okay So now we don't yeah, answer. All these yeah. Questions.
3: <laughs> was this on a nintendo console
2: yes oh all right great so now we don't or, have to ask if it's cartridge based. Yeah. Still, Sam, everything <laughs> was cartridge based yeah. on Nintendo consoles. So it's either
1: it's through the N sixty four we're at right now, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well,
3: before two thousand.
2: Before two thousand, so you got Game Boy Advance is the the final Nintendo you know thing that it could be from that era. Is got this it. a handheld game? No. Okay. All right. So that's all them. So it's just down to the consoles. Mm-hmm.
3: When so, did the Game Boy Advance come out?
2: Like ninety nine. That's not a question,
1: David. <laughs> 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 well. Don't answer me. <laughs> Was it on the Super Nintendo? No. All right. That's five. No, I don't know
2: if that was wasteful. it's fine. It's fine. Um, Did this have uh, 3D graphics? Yes. All right. So it could be on the Virtual Boy or 64. Oh, boy. Is Virtual Boy a console or was it a handheld?
3: Did you guys ask if it was a first-party game? No. Is it a first-party game?
2: No. Okay. Uh, Third-party. 3D. Third-party 64 game. We're just going to assume that at this point. Yeah. Uh, was this, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Was this well received? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Tarak was kind of well received. Uh, was Superman is the one that everybody <laughs> Oh, go on. Uh, was this a licensed game? No. Okay. Wait. So, no Superman's, no It's This is going to be fun. Not licensed. No Zelda's. It sucks. No, <laughs> no Smash. <laughs> or maybe it was not received well, but it's, it's still fun for some people. Oh, man. That license actually throws me off. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's uh, so many games. W- uh, is this a Japanese-made game? Yes. Right, oh, I'm no. thinking Castlevania 64. That's yeah. 10. I don't
3: know. I haven't played it's that 20 one. 20 questions,
2: right? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> halfway there. Is, so it, what are, is it from Konami? Yes. All right. Oh, all right. So, is there a sequel with even with a weird spin off character set in it? Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. It's Castlevania 64.
4: Yes. All right. <laughs> you you got there really jam.
2: fast. <laughs> I shouldn't have even wasted that other question. Yeah. Or those other three? Good job, Sam. Uh, yeah, Castlevania 64,
0: Team. which apparently is not even the real. People call it that, but it's the actual name. Like on the
2: box, is just Castlevania. That so that's out. one of those examples mm-hmm. of just a complete reboot. Yeah, you know, I yeah.
3: really assume you're, you're, you're talking me. about the 64th entry of Castlevania. <laughs> <I just Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a stinker of a game,
2: but, but I now, played it so much, it was a big deal at the time. Yeah.
0: You know, another long-running franchise going 3D.
2: It was just really hard to move in 3D space at that time. And Mario solved it and Castlevania did not.
0: And then, what was the sequel? Like, they just sort of like really. Legacy of Darkness. But it's the same Mm. game as you just play as the werewolf, right? It's in the past.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so they color swapped all the polygons and they uh, added like two levels, and then like you can play as a werewolf or a female character, and uh, you just kind of play through the game again. I think the original design of that game was supposed to have timelines, so you could actually switch between time and stuff, but they're like, get it out, get it out, get it out. And then they just made two games, yeah, and they were both eighty dollars. <gasps> eighty dollar games, I think so. Yeah, Jeez. Majora's Mask was eighty dollars. That true? Seventy five. Yeah. Was I it
3: because it came with the expansion
2: pack? No, no, no. It was everything was expensive. I thought All everything was fifty bucks back, back, back then. then. So yeah. Cartridges were some uh, that had like a larger amount of data on them yeah. were just more expensive. Like okay. you can put more in the cartridge and then expand it. Oh, and then you're right. The, the Donkey Kong sixty four came with the RAM expansion,
3: yeah. and that's I got that for Majora's Mask.
2: -hmm. I would I
1: would buy games because they would come with like a rumble pack or something. Mm -hmm. Like I remember buying Rainbow Six Mm -hmm. Three, fantastic game on the 360 because on the Xbox because it came with the
2: headset. You know what really Mm -hmm. angered me about Castlevania 64 is that I rented it and it came uh, on the Nintendo 64. Just inexplicably, you could not put a save system in your cartridge, and you'd have to use the external pack. Mm -hmm. But that was an option. So it's just like a a mean thing to do Mm -hmm. where you'd have to use the memory card instead of just saving on your... your your cartridge Hmm. like Ocarina of Time you just have three slots in your cartridge but Konami was like nah we're not gonna build that and then they made you use a memory card so I rented it and of course I couldn't save Uh, so I did the thing where you just turn off the TV the whole weekend yeah just leave it on
1: I was was pretty broke during N64 era so I only played like four games on that console did you do some rentals though? I had to rent them and like hope my save didn't get deleted and it was like games like Mortal Kombat Trilogy Killer Instinct Uh, Gold hmm. uh, if those saves got
2: deleted that would be really mean because you unlocked everything for everybody oh yeah yeah
1: well people would save the one with the most progress. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't really have any memories of renting games that already had save data on them.
3: Mine I, I Ooh, rented a Banjo-Tooie game that had wow. everything yeah. unlocked, even um <laughs> It's amazing. Gosh, I don't even remember Kazooie. <laughs> Kazooie had the dragon skin and could shoot mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool.
1: Super Mario RPG was one that I had to rent multiple times, and I would always do the third file save slot and hope <laughs> nobody would delete that
2: one. I didn't you know? link to the past that way. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. and when I got it, I you know was playing through, and then I had to return it, and then I rented it again, and my save was gone. But oh. somebody's save was on there that was close, yeah, and I had to take that over. <laughs> which was yeah. really strange. Yeah. Like I remember he was like catch up, right? I was like, what was the next thing I was gonna get? And it was the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. hadn't played that dungeon. And then I was just like, Oh, I have a grappling hook. Okay. <laughs> and then I didn't know that you could shoot these certain knobs with it. And like I didn't have the training mm-hmm. for it, but oof. Uh
0: speaking of the price of older games, this is I don't know why I remember this, but I very clearly remember the price of Bionic Commando mm-hmm. on the NES mm. uh, at KB Toys, mm-hmm. fifty four ninety nine. I remember weird. like seeing the sticker on the box.
2: That's so weird.
0: The so Bionic Commando, whatever, 1988. Yeah, cost $55 <laughs> yeah.
2: on the NES. That's nearly $3,500 now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah, that's crazy. Did Worth you it. get it? Worth Did you it? It. get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Worth <laughs> it. That game is remastered. I wish you still awesome. had that, the box and everything. That one's hard to find completely. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Uh,
0: all right, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Next week, we will be coming to you from Gamescom in Germany. We'll
1: have a very special episode reporting to you from uh, the IGN stage at Are
0: Gamescom. you going to that,
2: Destin? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll be there behind the scenes doing all the gameplay capture and shooting interviews and stuff. We're home team. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Actually, I'm Florida team. Florida,
1: Florida team. team. Florida team. Nice. <laughs> you might see a lot of Damon.
0: Uh, what do you You're mean? our host, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm mean, going oh, yeah, I'll be hosting that. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of uh, segments of that live if, show. If somebody
2: doesn't show up, just do Tony questions. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got time to fill. <laughs>
0: um, and then also, uh, yeah, do save the date Friday, October 5th uh, for our big <laughs> GameSoup 500 uh, celebration. And uh, ticket info will be coming very soon within the next week or so. Bring your own fists. Bring your own. Bring your own fifth. fists. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have a really good time then. Uh, remember you can always reach us at the email address, Gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Destin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, 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 Casey. My name is Damon, this is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.